This is Curtis. This is Brian. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Othello. Oh, I've never played Othello before. I never have either. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> it should be. It's um, it's kind of an interesting game. It's very easy to learn, but it's very difficult to master, the box says. I don't believe everything I read, so we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Othello is a board game involving abstract strategy and played by two players on a board with eight rows and eight columns and a set of distinct pieces for each side. Pieces typically are discs with a light and a dark face, each face belonging to one player, but heads and tails would identify them equally well as long as each marker has sufficiently distinctive sides. The player's color will also be that player's identifier. The modern version is based on the game Reversi that was invented in 1883 by either of two Englishmen, Lewis Waterman and John W. Mollett, who both claim to be the inventors. Is his name Mollett? Mollett. M-O-L-L. <laughs> Party on the back? Business up front? <laughs> Business up front. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> in 1971, Japanese game enthusiast Goro Hasegawa, I really don't know if I'm saying that I correctly. I think he did pretty good. Reinvented the game at, with the name Othello. And that's what we're playing today. When I was researching this game, I ran across a website by Amy in New Zealand's husband, our listener, Amy in New Zealand. Hi, Amy. Hi. Uh, her husband, Greg, wrote an online version of this game. Oh, cool. And I played it, and it beat me every <laughs> single time. Yeah? Yeah. And you can find that at, um, I don't know, I you know, I always call her Amy in New Zealand. I don't know how to say your last name. I, it looks like Hegwill. Yeah. Hegwill.com slash Othello. We'll put it in the show notes so yeah. you can find there and just click it instead of trying to figure out how to spell that. <laughs> and she told me that he wrote it back in 1997 when he was homesick for a week. So it's kicking it old school internet. I wish that I could be that productive when I was sick. Yeah. Each game comes with a game board and 64 discs, which are black on one side and white on the other. We got our game at a Goodwill, so we only have 63 discs. <laughs> <laughs> and so what are we using to supplement the missing disc? We have a nickel that one side has been marked with a black magic marker. <laughs> you colored over Monticello. Well, I didn't want to put it on the president. You didn't want to <laughs> offend anyone with the presidential black face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's too late because you've desecrated American currency. I think that's a, an offense that will send you to jail. Are you going to report me? Um, maybe someone listens that <laughs> will want to report you, but I'm not going to do it. Really? Because yeah. so many people write on dollar bills and stuff, and you see those things yeah. like go to www.billtracker.com. Or to... where's George? Yeah, that thing. That's the one. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get you in trouble. I don't think it's an offense. I'm not sure. Mm, I'm nervous. <laughs> you should be. The object of the game is to have a majority of your colored discs on the board by the end of the game. So each player will take 32 discs, uh, basically you just divide them in half, and you choose a color to use throughout the game. Or in this case, I'll take 32 discs, and Curtis will take 31, and a blackface nickel. And a vandalized nickel. <laughs> Great. You place two black pieces and two white pieces on the center four squares. I don't know how to describe this. It's more visual. They're diagonally opposing each other. Very good. I'm, I'm <laughs> great with um, uh, 
Words. Uh, yeah, words. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> and the game always starts with this setup, and Black will always move first. Now, why is that? Is it because you subscribe to Essence Magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going first? Well, I, have you, I assume you would want to go first. All right. I, I'll be Black. Yes. <laughs> And I'll be white. And I do subscribe. I don't subscribe to Essence Magazine. It just showed up one day. I don't uh-huh. know why. Uh-huh. <laughs> a move consists of outflanking your opponent's discs, then flipping the outflank discs to your color. To outflank means to place a disc on the board so that your opponent's row or rows of discs is bordered at each end by a disc of your color. A row may be made up of one or more discs. A disc may outflank any number of discs in one or more rows in any number of directions at the same time, horizontally, vertically, or diagonally. A row is defined as one or more discs in a continuous straight line. You may not skip over your own color disc to outflank an opposing disc. All discs outflanked in any one move must be flipped, even if it's to the player's advantage not to flip them all. A player who flips a disc which should not have been turned may correct the mistake as long as the opponent has not made a subsequent move. If the opponent has already moved, it is too late for change, and the disc remains as is. Once a disc is placed on a square, it can never be moved to another square later in the game. Ever. 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 It stays put. Mm -hmm. If a player runs out of discs, but still has an opportunity to outflank an opposing disc on his or her turn, the opponent must give the player a disc to use. And I don't like this rule. But this can happen as many times as the player needs and can use a disc. When it is no longer possible for either player to move, the game is over. Discs are counted, and the player with the majority of his or her color discs on the board is the winner. It is possible for a game to end before all 64 squares are filled. All right. Are you ready to play? I think let's give this a whirl. Let's kick this pig. So have you seen this game before? I have. You know, I've seen it in stores, and I've seen it at friends' houses as a kid, and for some reason, we never played it. I mean, I never... Same with me. I, I remember seeing it, like commercials. I remember seeing it at people's houses, but I never played it before. I think there's something about the name that was kind of intimidating, and I just didn't want to try it. It's very Shakespearean. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, wait. Okay. So the game was Reversi, and yes. now it's Othello. Okay. And it's clearly marketed with black and white discs. Yes. Is that because in Shakespeare's Othello, Othello is black and Desdemona was white? I've never read Othello. <laughs> it's been a while. I dropped out of it, that class, but um, Othello I wonder if that's why. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if like Othello is always played by a black actor, but I think traditionally he is because they interpreted the script as him being black. I think Lawrence Fishburne played Othello. In the movie, he did. And he was Cowboy Curtis and he's as black. Othello. <laughs> and he's black. Yeah, I think he's black. <laughs> yes. He was in The Matrix. I saw Matrix 2 at IMAX. Oh. Not a good screen to watch Lawrence Fishburne's face no. at all. He does not have smooth skin whatsoever. Oh, that's I nice. mean, seriously, you could look up like Kanono Reeves' nose and see like Who? nose hairs. Whatever his name is. Kanono? <laughs> I swear <laughs> you just said Kanono Reeves. I did. I don't know how to say his name. <laughs> Keanu. Whatever. Get a real name. <laughs> that is a real name. Is his name Ted or Bill? I don't remember. He's Ted. He's Ted. Get yeah. a real name, Ted. Yeah. You know that the Circle K in that movie is um, in Tempe? Yes, they shot that it, movie they, here. They shot a lot of that movie here. Yeah. It's a good story. There's like it? a tour you can go on, I think, on Foursquare or something. <laughs> the Bill and Ted Circle K tour. We're wasting time. We should just play. Okay, let's play the game. All right, so who's going first? I'll go first. I'll be black. Because you're a strong black lady. With my Essence magazine. Mm-hmm. I actually read it. I normally just pitch it. But... Were there any good articles this week? <sighs> it's the beauty issue. 
Of course. I learned all about hair care uh-huh. and skin care. <laughs> and I see you haven't done anything about that. Nope. <laughs> you haven't applied that knowledge to anything. Not at all. Oh. So I just outflanked one of your things. I quit. I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> I'm outflanking you. Why was outflank in quotes all throughout the rules? I don't know. I just copied them from some website. Wow. <laughs> Good job. I think another reason I probably avoided this game is it reminds me of Checkers. It kind of, yeah. It looked like, like until I read the rules. Like, strange just, version of Checkers. And I don't really care for Checkers. It's kind of a dull game. This is a lot more difficult. Yeah. It, there's a little getting used to it, like where you can place your, your chip or your disc or whatever you want to call it. And then what, like when they're going in different directions, you have to keep in mind that you have to flip all of those things that you've outflanked. Right. And the box does say, a minute to learn, a lifetime to master. That is a good slogan. It also has an award, a Parents' Choice Classic Award. Which I think is a fake foundation made up by the Pressman Game Company. Uh-huh. So that think, it looks like official. I, I didn't hear of the ceremony for that award. And there's a f- nice picture of a handsome father and his son playing together, bonding. Their, their hair is weird. Well, this the, was in, 19, well, the game 90s? <laughs> yeah. Early 90s? Yeah. That would explain the dad's flannel shirt. Probably. <laughs> How was your week? Oh, busy. I'm still working a lot. You gotta get a new song. You've been singing that tune for a while. I know. I'm tired of singing it. <laughs> I really am. But just a few more weeks, and I think I will stop singing that song. Um, okay. I guess I can do this. At first, it's really hard to figure out where you can play. Especially when you're playing with a nickel. Uh, yeah, the nickel, <laughs> we're saving that for last, because that just gets confusing. I can do two there. You can. Look what I did. Good job. How was your week, Brian? Well, my week had some highs and some lows. Yeah? Uh, at the beginning of the week, I got a new vacuum cleaner. <sighs> that sucks. I got Get it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Dyson. It's awesome. Oh. What I think, other than the fact that it works really well, thing that, the second thing I like the best about it mm-hmm. is the cord is so long, I can put it in one plug in my house and then vacuum my entire, entire house. house. Wow. It's amazing. Every time I hear Dyson, I think of an old uh, spoof commercial on Saturday Night Live of the Dyson toilet. What do they, what do, they do? It, they made like a see-through toilet to show how the suction worked. <laughs> and so he's like, uh, it was Fred Armisen, and he was pretending to be like the inventor of the Dyson. He's like, let's pretend this pumpkin ravioli is, you know, <laughs> and it sucked it down. It was gross. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. So, And then later in the week, I got a really horrible flare-up of my diverticulitis, and I had to go to urgent care. Yeah. And I've been at home since. I'm actually podcasting in my pajamas right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not looking at you. No. <laughs> when I when it's I, not a nightgown. I, I don't know all those flowers. What would you call it then? A moo moo. <laughs> um, soft pants. Hello. Oh, soft pants. Okay. Yeah, when I showed up today, I thought, is he hibernating? What's going on? Everything. All the curtains were closed. Usually the doors open, and you know, it looked very sad when I pulled up today. I pretty much have done nothing but sit on the sofa and taken um, my my medication is the same medication they give people who are exposed to anthrax. <laughs> wow, not the band, but the actual white powdery stuff. People who are exposed to anthrax should have to take medication too, because that's horrible. And um, yeah, I've been in a lot of pain. I've been eating nothing but Jello until last night. You had chicken soup last night. I did. It was really good. It was the best chicken <laughs> After soup. After three days of Jello and water and Sierra Mist, it was the best dinner ever. <laughs> Four stars. <laughs> All right, I think it's your turn. 
and I've also been catching up on since I've been doing nothing but sitting on the sofa falling asleep, I've been catching up on um television. What have you been watching in particular? You know, it's been in my queue for a really long time and I avoided it and I don't know why. Yeah. I've been watching Downton Abbey, which oh. is this PBS show about like people who live at Downton Abbey with their servants and stuff. Okay. And everyone tells me how great it is. And I got to say, I didn't get it. <laughs> you didn't get it? Like at the end of the first season, I finally was like, okay, now I'm starting to enjoy this because things are moving a lot faster. But I still don't know a single character's name on the show. Like, there's so many people on this show. I don't understand who they are. They right. all look the same. It's just a bunch of white people. Yeah, I haven't watched that. And I always thought that was Downtown Abbey because I missed <laughs> the W. The, there was no W in it, a second W. Downtown Abbey, downtown like, Abbey. wubba, wubba, wubba. Yeah, like down, <laughs> Downton Julie Brown. <laughs> I did enjoy the spoof uh, Downton Arby's. <laughs> oh, I hadn't seen that. Downton Arby's. That's horrible. You just wait. I'm still going. Oh, that was a very good move. Thank you. I don't like the way this game's going. There's a lot more white pieces on the board than there are black. Hmm. I'm That's... sorry you feel that way. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying the way this game is going so far. This is where it gets confusing to me. I know it would be helpful if it like showed you where you go. <laughs> Why didn't you get that version? Because they didn't have it at the Goodwill. Lame, you need a better Goodwill to shop at. I shop at the Scottsdale one. Ooh, Scottsdale. <laughs> Do they have valet parking at the Scottsdale Goodwill? Bam. <laughs> Little bam. <laughs> I to flip one on that one. Baby bam. There seem to be a lot of uh, discussion while playing this game. It's, it's very, uh, you have to be very focused. Well, it takes a little concentration mm -hmm. and strategy and strategery and strategery is that a real word i don't know is refudiate a real word i don't think so according to some stupid dictionary it is now oh did they make that an actual word yes that makes me sad i wonder if this game is anything like pente i've never heard of that what is that it's a game played with like little flat marbles which is also another game that I've seen from my childhood, but okay. never played. I've never heard of it. It looked like a snooty game when I was a kid. Like, oh, Pente. Something you'd find at the Scottsdale Goodwill. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if they make it anymore. It was in, like, you rolled up the board and kept it in a tube with the marbles. Huh. Yeah, that all sounds foreign to me. I've never heard of that. So, uh, did you go to church this morning? Do I go to church ever? No. But it's Easter. It is. And I'm a little bummed out because I can't eat. I'm not going to Kristen and Candy's oh, for Oh, yeah. You're going to go to dinner. I'm sorry. Don't turn that. That's not... That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. So I didn't get to make corn casserole. I offered to make it if they would come pick it up, but because mm -hmm. I don't really want to drive a lot while I'm in pain. No. Yeah, that'd be bad. That's not fun. Um, but they were like, oh, well, you can still come and hang out. And I was like, oh, and watch you all eat food I can't eat. That, would, that sounds fun. <laughs> sounds amazing. Hey, why don't we take someone to a strip club blindfolded? That sounds like a great time. <laughs> Let's take a blind guy to a strip club. <laughs> why don't we take a kid to Disneyland and tell him he can't ride a single ride there? <laughs> he has to watch us ride all the rides. <laughs> and you can't hug Mickey Mouse when he shows up. God damn it. I hate this game. Why? Because you're winning. <laughs> Where are you going to move, Curtis? <laughs> Suck it, Brian. <sighs> are we going to have to bust out the nickel? Maybe. <laughs>
So it looks like we've got about 10 squares left. They really need a better board. Like, it's very easy for them to, like, I don't know. Yeah. This would be good on an iPad. You can just touch it to flip it. Touch, touch, touch. There probably is an app for that on the iPad. Maybe so. I don't know if I can play anywhere. Well, let's take an inventory of the board and see. Hmm. Oh, I think you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. Can't play there. Can't play there. So if you can't move, there. then you have to pass. Yes, that is correct, Brian. Yeah. I'm not seeing anywhere. Okay, well, I'll go here. Okay. Now you can move somewhere. Hooray. <laughs> you have a couple options now. Do I? I'm being helpful. <laughs> uh, don't tell me where they are, because I want to figure this out for myself. It's just, it's uh, it's confusing when it gets to this point. Just let me know when you let me show you where they are. Brian, shut up. <laughs> There's a lot of black discs on this board. Dying a fire. <laughs> Do you see anywhere I can move? No. Right. So you are passing. I'm going to have to pass. Okay. Do you have anywhere to move now? I don't know. Do I? <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think I do. <laughs> I'm out of discs, so you'll have to give me one. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Take this nickel and choke on it. And I think that, that means that I can't move anymore. Right. So let's count them up. Let's Would not. it be? <laughs> oh, what a poor loser. <laughs> I only had like nine white tiles or discs or whatever you want to call them. I'm sorry. Wow. You know, I had what a, a violent reaction. I had a spasm in my hand and it just accidentally uh -huh. did that. So other than the fact that you didn't win this particular round of Othello, what did you think of it? I like it. It's easy to learn. Um, I just need way more practice with it. It's it's very strategic in the way that, you know, games like chess are. Yeah. And I don't really particularly like chess. I understand this one a bit better. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you a bit of strategy I figured out while we were playing? Oh, now you're going to tell me strategy? <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not, Brian? Well, it occurred to me while we were playing that you may have noticed that I kept taking these corner paces. Mm -hmm. If you take a corner, it can never be turned over. Right. Because you're in the corner. So I tried very successfully <laughs> to grab those <laughs> corner pieces. Well, I learned something today. So next time you play, you'll know to uh, grab those corner pieces. Yeah, never playing with you. <laughs> Aww. Aww. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> we got a review this week. We're getting lots of reviews lately. It's we nice. Are. Thank you for the reviews, everyone. <laughs> and feel free to write us one if you haven't. Yeah. We appreciate it. These down. reviews are on iTunes, we should mention. I was just going to say, you can leave them at iTunes. Or leave us a comment on GameNightGuys.com. We read those too. So. Right. Um, this one came from someone calling themselves TVD, which, what do you think that stands for? Mm, television. Oh. The Virgin Daphne. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Well, it is a, a, a she because uh, she says she just listened to the first episode uh, involving bananas uh, and were hilarious. Uh, she had her headphones on and her husband couldn't figure out why that she was giggling so much. So we like making you giggle, people. We really do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Giggle more. You feel good. So thank you, TVD. We really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. uh, did you guys check out Secretly Timid this week? Their episode about um, mustaches and whatever. That was what we ended up giving them because John has been... 
kind of on a tirade about mustaches He's lately. Very anti mustache for some reason. We sent them some fake mustaches and some mustache poetry magnets. And I think they wore them on their forehead. They did, but I'm gonna say I've seen pictures of Danielle wearing the mustache. Yeah. I've seen pictures of Paul wearing the mustache. Yeah. John, where are the pictures of you wearing the mustache? It's just rude. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why are you so camera shy, John? <laughs> yes. Do you have a big, Do you have a big scar on your face? <gasps> Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> so we we're we're this is our telling John, you know, pony up with that photo of you with the mustache on your forehead, please. We want to see it, and be sure to check out their episode this coming week. Uh, it features uh, Dave White from the Linoleum Knife podcast in, in person. In person, yes, he was there in D- uh, Texas. Dave was a guest on on our show back in December. We played Christmas Story with. It'd be nice if he ever came through town. Maybe he could play a game with us. We'll yeah, see. yeah. If you follow our Twitter account, you may have seen us uh, talk about the Faggles to Faggles game. Uh, there are a few game sets left. If you'd like to purchase one of those, you can contact the Faggles to Faggles guys at, oh, I'm going to read this, hey girl, hey at <laughs> faggles to faggles.com. It's the gayest email address I've ever read. <laughs> and we're actually, we have a set and we're going to play with the guys who created the game very soon. Oh, that'll be we fun. We haven't worked it out yet when, but very soon. We'll be burning the pear-shaped card before we play. Yeah. So. Maybe, maybe we should do it in June when it's all game on or whatever oh pride month oh gay month (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of pride Mm -hmm. pride 48's coming up we don't know if we're going yet we're we're still working that out Mm -hmm. uh we got to see if we can get the time off and we can afford it but dates have been set it's going to be the weekend of september 14th through the 16th in vegas at the luxor if we aren't able to do our show live in vegas we will be participating on the live stream weekend and we would tell you when that is and stuff yeah so i was listening to greetings from nowhere and christina tested us to see if we listened to the show and she suggested that if one of the games that we play when we're there is um for our show would be apples to apples because a lot of people have been asking for this yeah i think that's been the most consistent one the people have asked for the most it's coming we're we're just saying that it's coming but uh we told her that it would be a good plan b for we actually have we if we end up going to vegas we have a plan and if it if we aren't able to do our plan a then plan b is we would play apples to apples in vegas fun instead of pulling you know slots or playing blackjack <laughs> i don't know if they would be able to bring a slot machine into the recording studio i'm talking about in the casinos <laughs> can we bring a recording equipment out there in the casinos i really doubt it <laughs> maybe there'd be some chance for some video podcasting oh good if we uh go to vegas <laughs> so uh we'll we'll keep you guys informed if we're going to that uh, and who all is going to be there and understand it's going to be a big deal. It was a pretty big deal last year when they did the first live event there. I've never been to Vegas. Never? Never, ever. It's not my favorite place to go, I'll be honest. And that's probably why I've <laughs> never been, because it looks just visually overstimulating. You do like a buffet, though, don't you? Eh, it depends. <laughs> I hear they're really great there. <laughs> yeah, I question really cheap buffets. <laughs> oh, these aren't cheap. These are quite expensive. Oh, so it's not like Reno. A Reno buffet. <laughs> Probably not. It's not like the little Chinese one down the street from me. I have been to Reno, and good God, I never want to go back. I've never been to Reno. Apologies to our listeners in Reno, <laughs> but your town sucks. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Links, show notes, and photos of the games we play can be found on our website, GameNightGuys.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. 
You can also record a voicemail directly from our website. Just click the send voicemail button on the right side. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I am at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Thanks for listening. As always, you're invited to our next game night. It's your move. Bye. Goodbye. And those pieces are discs that have a light and a dark side. Each the dark side. Ooh. I don't watch Star Trek. <laughs> Wait a minute. In the dark side? Like I was kidding. Star Wars? Yes, I oh, was kidding. Okay. Good one, Brian. <laughs>